0: Evening, and welcome to the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast: The Last Moments of January Comedies. And you know, we've talked about all the greats. So I thought it would sum it up. You know, we've talked about Mel Brooks, we've talked about Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, George Burns, the vaudevillians in fact today would have been the 100th birthday of the comedy musical icon carol channing carol channing you know hello dolly and um thoroughly modern millie where she's in the airplane she's like raspberries every time carol channing opened her mouth it was funny to me In fact, it wasn't till today that I finally saw the second part of Alice in Wonderland from 1985 because it was a two-parter, and as a little kid, I didn't understand that. And Carol Channing is—I think she plays the White Queen. Yeah. So happy 100th birthday, Carol Channing. Uh, Interesting notation. Carol Channing briefly lived in Modesto, California— Birthplace to George Lucas with her late husband, so you know. Here and she was a San Francisco native, you know. At birth, um, musical musical icons and and you know musical comedy. I mean, you know, her and uh, Ethel Merman, and I know I'm I know some of you're like Ethel who, yeah, yeah. What what an interesting. This has been an interesting time. We've talked about. Movies like Tootsie. What else have we talked about? Anti-Mame. <laughs> Anti-Mame is probably one of my favorites in terms of a comedy. Russell and Russell. And also that, that mantra. Life is a banquet and most, and most poor suckers are starving to death. Now live. In fact, funny, I have that. I didn't. Almost a tattooed. I have that engraved on my iPad. It says, "Life is a banquet." Anti maim, and it is. It is. Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. So live. That's the message of that, and 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 it's an it's a beautiful message for a comedy. You know, because there's a lot of heart in it. To live, to laugh. You know, there's the actor's mantra. Of you know death and comedy because they're right next to each other they you know there there is humor in loss because all you can do is think of the good times you know and laugh and with that being said, February is a weird month to me that we're moving into um about twenty years ago, I lost my grandmother, and it doesn't feel like twenty years. it's always been there. But the beauty of that is that I have a direct connection. I'm not going to say it's religion because I will say, you know, I experienced some anger during that time. I've never talked about that before. We were doing the rosary and I looked at the Virgin Mary and said some words that I can't repeat. In my head, I was just, I was, I was sneering at her. I was sneering at that statue. I was pissed. I had I, you know, and I cried uncontrollably and it was tough. I was so close to my grandmother. My grandmother loved the classics and we bonded on that. When I was about 18, I remember I watched the AFI's 100 Years, 100 Stars, and we bonded on that. And one of her fav- favorites was Mae West. Mae West, who was this comedy icon. We talked about Mae West, My Little Chickadee. With her and W.C. Fields, you know, she also did She Done Him Wrong, Go West Young Man, Klondike Annie. Mae May West is probably, in terms of those double entendres, nobody did it better. I mean, yeah, Madonna, you know, I, I'm not going to hate on Madonna. Madonna is not a very good actress, but she does try to play on the Dietrich trick ambiguous uh, being ambiguous and Mae West is double entendres but only Mae West could do it you know comedies comedies are here in very interesting times and I say that when my grandmother died I remember I watched Terms of endearment and I'll tell you why that was not my family but... The fact that there was loss and there was cancer. That's why I watched it. And I love Shirley MacLaine. That is such a great performance. Jack Nicholson, Deborah Winger. Um, mm. There's there's so much going on um, in terms of endearment. And then you know what happened? So we buried my grandmother. Hold on, I want to add this. Oh, John Lithgow is also in terms of endearment. Danny DeVito, I forgot about Danny DeVito. Uh, who else? Jeff Daniels, yeah, because he played flap at the husband. So we buried my grandmother, and then the next day we went shopping, which is a weird thing to do. And I was looking for something to help me. I was looking for music. You know, you search. That's the weird thing about grieving. You search. You search. Metaphorically and physically And I was looking for music I couldn't find it Something to help me Because sometimes you have to Hold on to something And finally I found Young Frankenstein And it helped And it helped so much It was so funny And I'd seen it before but I'd never bought it And I watched it And it really helped me it helped with the loss and I memorized those lines you know um, you know I'm a perfect surgeon I could help you with that hump <laughs> what hump are you Dr. Frankenstein it's Frankenstein you're putting me on what well, would you also say Frederick you know come on Marty Feldman and Gene Wilder and you know I mentioned that because Cloris Leachman Cloris Leachman Frau Bluher, glue that's why those horses were doing that that is the genius of Mel Brooks, whom we talked about last night. I was gonna do a two-parter on Mel Brooks, but I thought, nah, we've we've covered him. To sum everything up of the January comedies, you know. But for me, it ends and begins with young Frankenstein because of my direct connection with that movie. And loss. And how much it helped oh my goodness if you're listening right now you know that's what it's about and i think back to you know the comedians after 9-11 that was 20 years ago isn't that hard to believe and you know i never never i tried not to make the connection saying oh my grandmother died 20 years ago and then months later we had 9-11 isn't that strange? Isn't that strange? Ah, and after 9-11, it was just kind of... I, I remember I couldn't watch the news. It was just too much. It was too much. You know, and, and I found an outlet watching films on television and escaping. Um, mm, here's something good. You know... Oh, I hate, oh God, YouTube and your commercials. Enough, I know. Uh, you know, you have to. Yeah. We'll be right back after these messages. And so I'm back. I had to take care of a very important thing. And thank you. Um, So what were we talking about? Comedy and loss. This is what helped me in those strange moments of loss. putting me on no it's pronounced frankenstein do you also say frederick no frederick well why isn't it frederick frankenstein it isn't it's frederick frankenstein i see you must be igor no it's pronounced Igor. but they told me it was igor well they were wrong then weren't they uh you were sent by herr falkstein weren't you Yes. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. (laughs) How nice. Of course, the rates have gone up. Of course. Of course. I'm sure we'll get along splendidly. Oh, sorry. I... uh, You know, I don't mean to embarrass you, but I'm a rather brilliant surgeon. Perhaps I could help you with that hump. What hump? Let's go. Allow me, Master. Oh, thanks very much. Walk this way. This way. So that's the beginning of Igor or Igor and Dr. Frankenstein. Well, <laughs> hmm. And there's a very funny moment where he says it. I love Gene Wilder. I mean, come on. to mm. teach you. I'm going to show you how to walk, how to speak, how to move, how to think. Together, you and I are going to make the greatest single contribution to science since the creation of fire. Are you alright? My name is Frankenstein. And that's it. Remember, at first he's like it's Frankenstein because he's trying to run away from uh, his past, his his essence, his DNA. And that moment with the monster, he's like, you know, and Terry Gar, She's like, Dr. Frankenstein, are you alright? My name! I mean, I like, come on, come on. That moment right there, the whole movie, Madeline Kahn too. Madeline Kahn, oh my god. What what a what an icon. What an icon of comedy. I don't think she gets enough credit, you know? Um, mm, even um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is in Doc Young Frankenstein. And people didn't know until the end of the movie, I think, when they saw the credits. Oh, I love this. This is my favorite. He is the fateful lightning of his terror. His truth is marching, and that the, 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 the glory. glory. What are you going to do to me? Calm down. I'm not afraid of you. How much do you want to let me go? My father is very rich. You can have the entire world at your fingertips. Listen. I have to be back by 11.30. I'm expecting a very important call. Speak! Speak! Why don't you speak? Oh, you can't be serious. I'm afraid. Oh my God! Woof! I'm I'm, I'm engaged, and and once he took but but I didn't. It was never time. all the, uh, Oh my! Penny for your thoughts. Mm. You're incorrigible, aren't you? Mm. You little zipper neck. Mm. <sighs> All right. Seven has always been my lucky number. Come over here, you hot monster. Mm. What is it? Mm. What's matter? Mm. Is it that music? It's probably just from some nearby cottage. It's nothing to worry about. Where are you going? Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. And of course, we all know about the music and the connection to the monster. And that movie really helped in terms of the loss. You know, as the great Gloria Vanderbilt once, like on once said about loss, and I, can, I could try to conjure up her voice, Oh, I cried, and then I haven't cried since. There isn't a tear left. Yeah. And, um... I also think of the movie that I watched that really helped me also it wasn't my family um but it was an amazing movie I was curious do you have any reaction at all to my telling you I love you I was just inches from a clean getaway well you're stuck so face it I don't know what else to say except my stock answer which is i love you too kid so in terms of endearment and commercials that i don't want in there <laughs> there's always something that fucks it up so this has been fun january comedies You know, I love comedies. You know, my whole family loves comedies. Well, not all of them, but you know. And I want to give a shout out to my cousin who met probably the man a couple of years ago. Not a couple of years ago, decades ago. He met George Carlin. And I had him on here back in May, I think, just to talk about George. I think it was for George's birthday, you know. And that's the beauty of this world Even when things are shit We gotta laugh You have to laugh through it You know Um, And also there's these beautiful messages You know 20 years ago when my grandmother died I'll never forget I was was up late at night And what comes on A program about Mae West So That was her way of reaching out to me It's beyond religion I wasn't a religious person growing up. So it's beyond all that. There is a little bit of, okay, there's something spiritual to all of this, you know? And that's the beauty of comedy. And to quote the really funny, you know, she had problems, yes. Joan Rivers. I love Joan Rivers. Despite some of the shit she said, she said, you know, that when you make someone laugh, gives them a little vacation from their life and she also said that about 9-11 she says you know if we didn't have humor remember when they brought Saturday Night Live back and they were unsure if they should remember that it was a wild time 20 years ago 20 years ago things were so different so different and so wherever my grandmother is I want to give her a shout out. Thank you for the love of classic films, for the humor. She could laugh at shit. Oh, my God. I had a potty mouth on me. I still do. And I remember I went to their house. We would go to their, their house on Fridays and I got in trouble for cursing and they're cursing and telling a story. And I look at my mother. My mother says, this is grandma and grandpa's house and they can say what they want. And they were just laughing away. You could see the fillings in their teeth. You know? Uh, Yeah. So, as always, unpleasant dreams.